delivered, and this terrorist leader is no more. A U.S. drone strike in Afghanistan kills the leader of al-Qaeda. President makes the announcement from a White House balcony. One dead and five injured after shooting in Northeast D.C. Monday night. It is 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A planner of the 9-11 attacks, Ayman al-Zwahiri, has been killed in a drone strike over the weekend in Afghanistan. The White House says the al-Qaeda leader was essentially provided safe harbor in downtown Kabul by senior leaders of the Haqqani Taliban network. President Biden says the strike proves the U.S. is prepared to prevent that country from becoming a safe haven for terrorists. It can't be a launching pad against the United States. We're going to see to it that won't happen. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. More rain has fallen in Kentucky, even as communities reeling from the devastating flooding discover more bodies, bringing the death toll to 37. Hundreds are missing. The Weather Channel's Justin Michaels. Over the weekend, Governor Andy Bashir visited the areas most impacted by extreme flooding. Got to do a lot of things that are hard as governor, and that was certainly um, one of the, the hardest. The death toll is expected to grow. Among the victims, children, including four from one family, swept away from their parents. The youngest, only 18 months old. The McKinney fire in California near Oregon has exploded. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. One couple died trying to escape when their car was overcome by flames in their driveway. The fire exploded so quickly in this neighborhood, it engulfed entire homes in a matter of minutes, destroying everything in its path. Search and rescue teams are now going property to property looking for anyone that's still missing. California Governor Gavin Newsom on Monday declared a state of emergency in an effort to strengthen the state's monkeypox vaccination efforts. David Watson was infected. It is the most painful thing I've ever experienced in my 47 years on this planet. Polio has been detected in the wastewater in Rockland County, a suburb of New York City. It was found in June, a month before health officials there announced a confirmed case of the disease. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is visiting Asian nations, but so far, no confirmation she'll go to Taiwan, a visit that China has warned her not to make. CBS's Adam Yamaguchi reports. Taiwan just wrapped up a week of annual live fire exercises. And China has responded in kind, increasing naval patrols, conducting live fire drills, and releasing a highly produced propaganda video. China claims Taiwan, a self-governing island of 23 million people, as its own. Pelosi has now arrived in Malaysia on the second leg of her Asian tour. The average price of a gallon of regular gasoline has dropped again from $4.21 yesterday to $4.19 today. That's about 63 cents less than it was a month ago. And Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson has been suspended for six games, a lot fewer than the league had asked for. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 403 Tuesday, August, 20, or August 2nd, 2022, and it's 75 degrees. Good morning, I'm Rich Hunter. The top local stories we're following this hour. At least one person is dead and five others are hurt after a shooting at an apartment complex in Northeast D.C. It happened around 8.30 last night at the Aziz Bates Apartments on F Street and at 15th Street. All of the victims are men. Their conditions are not known at this time. The residents didn't deserve this. They did not deserve to have people shot in the communities where they live. 
I'm saddened because I know of all of the investments that the city has made uh, in violence interruption efforts, law enforcement efforts, in community efforts, the investments that have been made to stem the tide of violence in our communities. Yet it seems like we have people who are in our communities who just have lost their sense of humanity. That's D.C. Police Chief Robert Conte at a press briefing earlier last night. There is currently no suspect information. Four African-American women who are D.C. firefighters have filed a $10 million race and gender discrimination lawsuit against the city. WTOP's Dick Giuliano has the story. The four women are veteran firefighters, charging that because of their race and gender, they have suffered discrimination in pay and promotions and faced much harsher discipline than their white colleagues. The four are represented by attorney Pam Keith. There's a systemic, historic ignoring of complaints of black women at D.C. FEMS. Fire Chief John Donnelly says he's not seen the lawsuit, but promises to look into charges of race and gender discrimination. Those things sound foreign to me, but we'll look into them and we'll follow them. The women firefighters say, among other things, they've been denied premium pay, which others receive who are also certified as paramedics. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 4.05. He was hired in June of last year. A year later, he was suspended. Now, an assistant police chief of Montgomery County is out. WTOP's Kate Ryan has our story. Carmen Fasciolo, a civilian who was appointed assistant police chief with the Montgomery County Police Department last year, had been suspended since June. Monday afternoon, Montgomery County Police spokesperson Shira Goff said Fasciolo no longer works for the county and referred questions to County Executive Mark Elrich's office. Scott Peterson with the County Executive's office offered no further details. When asked about reports that Fasciolo had violated department policy in June, Elrich gave no specifics and said he was barred by law from commenting since it was a personnel issue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Driving US-1 south of the Beltway can sometimes feel like being on a racetrack. The speed limit is 45 miles per hour, but maybe not for long. The way studies, plans, reports, public comment periods, and official recommendations are progressing now, the change could be coming in early 2023. The speed limit on US-1 south of the Beltway could be slowing from 45 to 35 miles an hour nearly to Fort Belvoir. As first reported by Inside Nova, Virginia's Department of Transportation studied the speed limit and five years of data on crashes with the goal of enhancing safety and making the stretch more friendly to walkers, cyclists, and bus riders in Northern Virginia. Christy King, WTOP News. Virginia's largest school system continues its search for teachers as the summer winds down. The teachers union says there are about 600 vacancies remaining mostly in schools where children come from low-income families. The new head of Fairfax County Public Schools is talking about how they'll handle teacher shortages. In a letter to the school community, Superintendent Michelle Reed says 97% of classrooms are staffed and ready to welcome students back from summer break in a few weeks. Reed adds they have plans to fill the remaining vacancies with a licensed educator in every classroom, plans which she described as student-centered. If vacancies remain shortly before schools reopen on August 22nd, parents and staff will get information directly from the school on how the classes will be covered. Coming up after traffic and weather, it's another active week on Capitol Hill. We will get the details from CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland next. It's 4.07. You get more for your money at Thompson Creek. It's our sizzling summer sale. Buy one window, get one 40% off, plus no interest until 2024. Thompson Creek does it all. Design, build, and install, which means no supply chain delays like other window dealers. So you'll get your windows faster and won't pay the middleman markup. 
Just high-quality windows at an affordable price. Call 855-57-CREEK now to save 40%. 